Pussy, pussy, wah, wah. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Real Deal Podcast with me, your host, CJ Henny. Um, what's up, everybody? It's literally been a week. Yes, it has. Okay, don't fight with me. Don't do it, dude. Don't do me like that, dude. Um, it's been a week. The last episode that I posted was the 7th of December. On the 7th day of December. Daddy got a man. Okay. Anyways. Um, how's your December going? Mine's is going very well. I'm done with my Christmas list. I got both my secret Santas. <laughs> um, and you know, extra. Got my peeps. Got my family, my friends. Thank you for being a friend. Okay. Well, anyways, I got everybody on my list, so thank you, Jesus. Um, yeah, so just pictures, okay? I'm laying in my bed. I got spaghetti strap lingerie. <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, but I'm serious. I'm in my room. I'm in, on my bed using my computer, my... My new microphone. And I got the heater on. Now, I know if y'all know me, every, like, you know, I always wear shorts. And everybody's just like, you're not cold. You're not cold. And I always tell you, a hoe never gets cold, baby. Mm-mm. But guess what? A hoe has been cold for the past couple days already. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, so like I said, a hoe's been cold for the past couple days now. Um... I, if you know me, normally I sleep with my big, um, steel fan turned on, even though it's cold as shit. Um, but lately I've been sleeping with it off, and, you know, I've been having the heater on, and when I wake up in the middle of the night to go pee or, like, to do something, um, my room is not hot, it's warm, it's, like, the perfect temperature, and when I get up, like, I, you know, get up and I come back, like, my bed, my covers and everything are warm, and I'm just like, damn, like, that's a good sleep. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Anyways, well, um, I wanted to talk about this murder case. Yes, I said it, murder. <laughs> um, anyways, I wanted to talk about this murder case that I recently found out about it's called could the murder victims own ghost have solved what the fuck sorry rewrite rewrite sorry okay this is gonna be so off topic off topic but me and my best friend Luis um we were watching the x-factors most like cringiest auditions ever and there was one where this lady's name is honey g and she's like is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my game down, flip it, and reverse it. And the way she says, it's it's your feminine plan yet. Okay, that's how it is. She goes, if she goes, um, if you're a the fan yet. Funny shit. You guys should watch it. Hallelujah. Same. It's a guy that does it too. Anyways, um, back to my story. Rewind the title. <clears throat> Could the murderer victim's own ghost have cracked this crime? 
Here we go, bitches. <clears throat> this story, well, the crime that happened, um, is about now. If I fuck up her name, I'm so sorry. Teresita Basa. Okay. She's from the Philippines, but she lived in Chicago, where she worked as a respiratory therapist at Edgewater Hospital. Um, they said she was a reliable worker and a quiet woman. She was going back to school for a um, doctorate in music and even taught piano lessons from her apartment. Um, she was the last person people expected to become the victim of violent crime. However, on the evening of February 21st, 1977, neighbors who lived down the hall from, let's call her Teresa, um, contacted their apartment building's janitor when they smelled smoke, but were unable to pinpoint the origin. Concerned, the janitor, I was going to say January, sorry, the janitor called the fire department before evacuating the building's residents. When firefighters arrived, they located the source of the fire. Which was Teresa. Sorry, I want to say her name right. Teresita's apartment. It's just crazy, y'all. Thankfully, the firefighters were able to put out the fire quickly. Unfortunately, they soon realized the fire was not accidental, but in fact, it was used to hide a crime, which was her murder. All right. <clears throat> so, I did do back. Back, 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 back. I did do my research. So, to give you the gist of what happened. Um, Teresa went home. And she, you know, notified her friends. Like, oh, hey. You know, I'm going home. You know, I'm going to go see a man. Well, a man's going to come see me. And they're like, oh, girl. Like, what's the deal? She's like, it's not like that, bitch. Um... Well, she had told them. Oh, I farted. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I'm just. Son of a bitch. I. Oh, I'm sorry. <sighs> sorry. I'm so sorry. Alright. Well, in the gist, she told somebody that, you know. Some guy was going to come over and fix her TV, yada, 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 etc., etc. No, I'm just playing. Um, but that a guy was supposed to come over and fix her TV. Well, um, that actually happened. A man came over to her house and killed her. He robbed her. Um, and then, you know, after he killed her, he set her body on a mattress and set the mattress on fire. So, um, that, and um, one of her close friends that she used to work with, um, she was sleeping one day, so it's not Teresa, so, okay, let's just, it might sound fucked up, but Teresa has passed. <clears throat> she was killed and everything like that. Nobody knows who did it, you know what I mean? Nobody knew, you know, nobody knew the investigation was going no fucking where because they didn't have a lead. They didn't know who this fucking guy was. So, because obviously she didn't say who it was and they asked her friends, like, did she say who she was meeting? They said no. So, um, I want to say maybe a couple weeks passed or like a couple days. 
Her homegirl, what was her friend's name? Let's check. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, so here we go. Nearly half, 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 what the fuck? Nearly half of a year after the murder, um, Remy Chua came forward. Another woman from the Philippines who worked at Edgewater Hospital with Teresa. Remy told detectives that after her co-worker's murder, she began to dream of the other woman in her dreams. Teresa would beg her to go to the police and tell them what had happened. According to Remy's husband, during one of these episodes, Remy began to talk in her sleep, except when he said the voice didn't belong to his wife. So he said, you know, his wife was talking to her in sleep, but because I'm just, I probably didn't come out, probably didn't come out of my mouth right, sorry. Um, He said that the voice was not his wife's voice. He didn't, you know, it's like, oh, who is this bitch? Um, The voice claimed to be Teresa Bassa, and she told Remy's husband that a man named Alan Showery had killed her. The voice revealed that Showery was an orderly who also worked at Edgewater Hospital. Despite these explosive revelations, Remy remembered nothing of what she said after she woke up. In addition, her husband decided not to go to the police. His, um... Oh, the reason why he didn't want to go was um, understandable. No one wants to tell the police that they learned information about a violent crime from a ghost. Especially when there's no evidence um, supporting the claims. That's an easy way to make detectives suspicious of your potential involvement. Um, But no one can say Teresa's ghost wasn't present. She, She possessed a sleeping Remy again... And Remy's husband, oh, and asked Remy's husband why he hadn't done as she asked and gone to the police. After telling her that there was no evidence of Showery's involvement, Teresa's ghost told her that Showery had taken some of her jewelry and given it to his girlfriend. So... Oh... Alright, so upon hearing this account from Remy and her husband, detectives were rightfully dubious. It sounds unbelievable. Nevertheless, they investigated the claims. After all, Alan Showery did have the initials AS, matching information from their one and only clue. So they had a clue. Um, Sorry, I'm totally, like, I forgot. So they did have a clue about who their, you know, murderer could have been. Their suspect. Um, sorry. Okay, so let's take it back. Sorry. So let's take it back a little bit, you know? I'm going to talk a little bit about, um, you know, how, you know, the murder and everything like that. So if, you know, you're just like, oh, shit, like square me. Uh, you might want to fast forward, or I don't know. Whatever, sorry. 
The ensuing investigation revealed further details about the murder and camouflaging arson. Teresa had been stripped naked and a butcher knife plunged deep into her chest. Clothes were thrown over her corpse before setting before being set ablaze. A mattress had been placed over her body and subs- what the fuck? Sorry, and been set on fire as well. This left detectives little doubt that the murderer had used multiple fires to destroy and physically and kill physical evidence that they could have used to find the killer. Given the fact that Teresa had been found naked, detectives drew the conclusion that she had been the victim of sexual assault. To their surprise, the autopsy autopsy revealed otherwise. Left with no apparent motive and most physical evidence having been destroyed by the fire, detectives were at loss. Their only significant clue was a note Teresa had written, get theater tickets for A.S., which raised the question. Donde esta la biblioteca? I'm just playing. <laughs> I know it's fucked up. Who was A.S.? Oh my god, this is giving me Pretty Little Liar vibes. If you don't know Pretty Little Liars, they took it off of Netflix and I'm so fucking pissed off about it. Um, Pretty Little Liars, it was basically, like, they were being bullied, and they were being, like, hunted by this person named A. Who's A.S.? Oh, my God. Cue Pretty Little Liars intro. Got a secret. Can you keep... No, I'm just playing. Okay. Anyways. (sighs) Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. All right, here we go. Upon hearing this account from Remy, you know, um, after all, Alan Showery did have the initials AS matching information from one of their, one of their and only clue, sorry, from their one and only clue, what they have found surprised them. Showery lived near Teresa, according to workers he had planned. Okay, so, so, wait, hold on, I'm going to stop there. I'm going to give you guys a little reflect on, you know, Alan Showery. Or was that his name? Yeah. So, um, because they did that, well, because, um, her friend Remy and her husband went to the police and was like, hey, she's been visiting in my dreams, you know, she's telling me, like, she possessed me, she told my husband, you know, um, Alan Chowery did it. His initials are AS. Um, if you don't believe me, he gave my jewelry to his girlfriend. You know, ask people around like, who know me. Oh, is this her jewelry? Is this her jewelry? And they'll give you the answer. So initially, that's what the police had did. Um, he would planned to go to her apartment to fix her TV the evening of her murder. When detectives brought him in for questioning, Showery confirmed that he indeed gone to her apartment that evening, but had gone home after he realized he didn't have the right tools to complete the repair. Bullshit. Skeptical of Showery's recounting events, detectives then contacted his girlfriend, 
They learned that she had recently received jewelry from him. Following this lead, the girlfriend allowed Teresa's friend and family to examine the jewelry. <clears throat> they confirmed it had belonged to the deceased woman. Shortly thereafter, Showery confessed to the crime. He said that after he'd left her apartment the first time, he planned to return and rob her. His efforts yielded little reward, though. Teresa kept little cash in her apartment, and as a result, Showery ended up taking the jewelry that eventually led to his capture. Without those pieces and Remy's aid, he would have never been caught. While his plan was to mask the robbery as a sexual assault, quickly unraveled, the multiple fires had been quite effective in destroying any physical evidence at the scene. Showery was charged and tried for Teresa's murder. Despite confessing his crime to the detectives, he pleaded not guilty. What the fuck? When the trial ended in a he in <clears throat> oh shit, when the trial ended in a hung jury, it seemed like Showery would get away with murder. But while he waited in prison for a retrial, he had a change of heart and pleaded guilty. While the obvious explanation for the reversal i am not done for this reversal was sentence reduced sorry explanation for the reversal was a sentence reduction people whispered that teresa's ghost had visited him in prison that's honestly fucking crazy the fact that that could happen Honestly, the fact that that shit could happen, it's like fucking, it's scary. And I found this out thanks to TikTok. So thank you, TikTok. Um, I found this out. And I thought it was cool. And I was like, damn, that's fucking crazy. You know, like your homie dies, you're sleeping, and then their ghost comes and visits you at night. Takes over your body and wakes your spouse up by talking in their sleep and tells them who your murderer was. You know, oh, they took your jewelry. Question people about it. That shit's weird. Um, okay. So I wanted to talk about. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. So, as you guys know, last week or two weeks ago, the Kanye and Drake concert happened. And people were just like, oh, who are you more excited to see? Sorry. Um, I mispronounced his name, so it's Ye now. Um, are you excited for the Kanye and Drake collaboration concert? That's what they asked them. Um, and like, who were they more excited to see? Ye or Drake? If I were to go to a Drake and Kanye concert. Alright. Like, let's just put it out there. I don't really fuck with Kanye like that. I fuck with Drake more, though. Um, I fuck with Drake more. I'm not going to lie. Kanye does have good songs, for me at least. 
Some of them, not all of them, some of them. Um, Drake, I like most of his songs. Shut up. Damn, he's so damn loud. Um, shut up. Um, sorry, that's my little brother. <laughs> um, well, anyways. Um, I do fuck with Drake more than I do fuck with Kanye. But then also at the same time, I fuck with Kanye more than I fuck with Drake. Because not once have I listened to um, Con- fucking Drake's um, certified... What the fuck is it called? Um, I know it's called Loverboy or some shit like that. Let's look it up. Ooh, Canadian. Uh, okay. Yeah, so I got it right. I haven't really listened to Certified Loverboy, the album. Um, like, the whole fucking album. There is some songs on there that I've listened to, which is on the fucking radio. I've listened to Girls Want Girls. Like, who the fuck hasn't heard that song? Girls Want Girls Want from Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girls Want Girls. Uh, why couldn't it be Guys Want Guys, huh? No, I'm playing. <laughs> um... I listened to that. I listened to Way Too Sexy. Um, So those are like the only ones that I've listened to. And I've listened to like other, you know, songs from his albums. Like the Take Care album. Obviously, like um, I've listened to Headline, Shot For Me. Take care, Marvin's room. Um, make me proud. Doing it all, oh, doing it wrong puts you in your fucking feels, yo. Um, the motto, you know. Um, yeah, like I fucking I listen to Drake's music more than I listen to Kanye's music, but at the same time, it's like there's good songs that Kanye has, like from albums and shit. Like I liked the graduation album. I like the 808s and Heartbreak. Um I like the college dropout. Um I like most of his old music like in the uh, like through the wire. Um a whole bunch of his old shit too. But there's a couple songs on his album Donda that I fuck with. Like my favorite one out of the whole fucking album is Jail. Guess who's going to jail night? I fuck with that one really heavy. Only cause I like the way the beat is. And then he like I normally don't fuck with Jay-Z, but Jay-Z's verse is really good. And I noticed that the whole beat, it goes dun dun. Dun dun. It's his mom's name. Because his mom's name is Donda. So it's going Donda. Donda. It's fucking crazy. There was actually a whole ass fucking conspiracy theory about his mom's passing. So they said that Kanye's mom, the only reason why she passed, that she passed away, was because Kanye sold his soul to the devil. And, um, you know, he had to, you know, sacrifice a loved one and he sacrificed his mom. That's what they're saying. 
it's a whole conspiracy behind it. It's, um, I mean, shit, you don't know, because David Dobrik just recently came out on a podcast, Heathen Zane's Unfiltered Podcast, and, um, if you guys want to go listen, it's Unfiltered, Heath, and Zane. Um, he just recently came on their podcast and talked about a girl that he knew, um, she was going through the stages of, you know, selling her soul to the devil and all this shit like that. And then he said that, I guess she opened up about it and, you know, she was telling him like, yeah, David, like this shit was crazy, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I had to sacrifice a loved one. So she called her mom and she was telling her mom and her mom was like, you know, I'll do it. I'll do it for you. Like, you know, she sacrificed herself for her daughter's fame. And I was like, oh, that's fucking scary. But again, if you want to go listen to that episode, it's unfiltered from Zane and Heath. Tell them I sent you. <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, but yeah. Um, so from you know Kanye's shit, like I fuck with Kanye, you know more than Drake, but then I fuck with Drake more than Kanye. Well, I was thinking because on the radio it said I like to get my some of my, you know, questions and my topics off of Big Boy in the like Big Boy in the morning. Because I've listened to him since I was a kid. Um, since his ass was on Power 106. Y'all heard? Um, <laughs> he asked, when you hear Drake's name, what's the first song do you think of? And immediately, my fucking first thought was, best I ever had. Best I ever had was the first one. Take Care was the second one, only because I have... An emotional attachment to that song because uh, the past is the past. Um, because yeah, well, I have emotional attachment to take care. Best I ever had, it was his first, you know, hit, it was fucking good. And then the third one is doing it wrong, so cry if you need to. Good, good shit. So they said, okay, what about Kanye? The first fucking song that I thought of is my favorite one from Kanye is Heartless. It's fucking Heartless. I love that song to the fucking max. I literally, I don't have to be in the mood. I can just be like, you know what? I want to hear Heartless. And it, um, how you knew, like, I threw it out in the universe because, like, fuck, I love that song so much. I was like, damn, I want to hear it. Two minutes later, it came out on the radio. I heard it. It was weird because I heard it um, as I was driving. And then when I got home, it stopped at a certain part. And later on in the day, when I got back in the car and I started driving again, it's like it picked up off the same line, off the same verse of that song. You know what I mean? So it was fucking crazy because it was just like, oh, how could you be so heartless? And then I stopped. And then later on, when I got back in the car... It picked up off that fucking same verses like talking, 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 talk, baby, let's just knock it off. It's like it fucking it finished, and I was just like, damn, I don't know, but I was just like, someone's listening to me. It's like, hey, government, I'm just playing. Um, but yeah, those are those are the songs that I think of when I hear those two names. So I want you to think and say, damn. 
it's like it's interesting like as as you start to think about it you're like fuck what song does come out in my like what song does pop out to me when i hear when i think of drake when i think of kanye you know what i mean think about it let me know call me <laughs> i'm saying <sighs> Um, so there's that. I mean, yeah, it's just fucking cool. Honestly, I have a good fucking question that it should be answered with the special guest, with the guest. I'm going to answer it with the guest anyways, but. Um, I have a question. Would you date outside of your race? And would you date a little person? So I've talked to my friends. I've talked to family. Well, not family, but like friends. Um, and I will let you guys know my answer. In a couple seconds. <laughs> because the time is about to cut off. Go to 30 minutes on the computer. And I'm going to go on a little tiny little break. Go to the bathroom. And I will come back. Stay tuned.